So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Okay, we're here for Her Dating and Relationship Secrets, Episode 7. It's time to meet Anna, and, you know, right away, we have a very different approach. We have a very different approach. Like, I'm, I'm the plan structured more, right? And Anna is very much the spontaneous. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see how the, di- it's, the dynamic works in the relationship. This is going to be an adventure mm-hmm. in the podcast <laughs> format. This right? is your show, though. It's your show and I'm your guest today. Well, I'm kidding. We're co-hosting sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. So would you rather I introduce you? Or no, you, you can introduce, introduce me. You can okay, introduce great. Me. Thank you. So, you know, Anna is an amazing, strong, charismatic woman who definitely knows who she is. Leo power there, right? Woohoo, Leo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she, she has a, a lifetime of history in the health field from from her background, and maybe we'll get into that. But it was fitness and exercise, and it grew into nutrition. You know, Anna cares more than anyone I know about other people. So whenever her clients needed something, it was just a given. You were going to figure out how to mm-hmm. help them with it. Mm-hmm. So the nutrition got added. Then later, the behavioral stuff, life coach training, yes. you know, and all of that stuff, to the point where, as her partner, and we've been together 17 years, mm-hmm. I, I would hear you being trained as a life coach, and then I got intrigued. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a dating and relationship coach, life coach, really, mm-hmm. so much more than that, mm-hmm. as you y'all will hear mm-hmm. through our journey. But I credit Anna with getting me into this field, you know. Well, you can thank my struggling women. <laughs> mm. Because it was, it was my women that I was working with that were struggling with more than just their body and more than just fitness. They were struggling with habit change and and, and they had emotional blocks that were coming up. We often had conversations around their life, not just their fitness. And then as a professional, I wanted to serve them at the highest level. So I decided I'm not going to go back and become a therapist. So I decided to take the the route of life coaching. And then you sort of, you uh, hopped on. (laughs) I mean, you're, you're the leaper, the risk taker in Mm -hmm. many ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, I'll jump on board or just get dragged. Uh, onto it. Kicking but I, I have a question, totally unplanned. This is why you like doing stuff this way. Um, so if some of these ladies had not eaten ice cream in the dead of the night, mm-hmm. right, then maybe it doesn't play out this way. Did you find that some of the emotional eating or any of that stuff was related back to, to stuff with love, man, dating, relationships? Did sure. that come up? Sure. Yeah, that came up often. Um, and it wasn't just, it, it might not have been romantic relationships with men. It could, right. it could have been men in their, in their past, their fathers, you know, family members, teachers, you know, that kind of thing. So male figures, yes. Just feeling, you, you know, women have a trem- tremendous amount of pressure about their body and their appearance and they they get judged on that a lot. So, um, you know, um, they were always concerned about how they looked, how they were perceived, 
if they were uh, too assertive, if they were too aggressive, if they were, you know, presenting themselves like a, a like a good good woman. And so, yeah, that absolutely, yeah. And it was a lot of type A, or like, what is your? How do you resonate with this idea of women who are really successful mm-hmm. at everything except with with dating and relationships and that? How do you relate to that when you hear that? Um, well. I think people, women who are successful in their career or successful with their family and they're not successful in the dating and relationship arena, um, a lot of the times I come across women who talk to me personally and intimately about how they feel like they're never understood. Mm-hmm. They feel like they um, are going to give themselves up when they get into a relationship. Did you feel like that? Yes, absolutely. Like what, what is your path? Yeah. Well, so I think for, they'd like for me, that. I was a career woman. Uh, very, I was very successful in my career in my tw- mid to late 20s. I was with someone who I was going to marry. But raised in, in the Greek background, Raised right? in the Greek it's background. Like not necessarily set up for career aspirations. Right. Well, you know? I grew up in a somewhat non-traditional this Greek uh, upbringing That's because my mom was very, very uh, um, encouraging to you know, to do what I wanted to do to make me happy, so and uh, she didn't put any pressure on me to get married. She didn't right. pre- put pressure on me to have kids. She didn't put any pressure on me to. It's time you should do this now because it's time for you as a woman. Mm. So I didn't have that pressure, which meant I could. I felt free to make decisions based on what I needed and what I wanted. Right. Um, but yes, there was still family pressure. Right. You know, cultural it, cultural pressure. pressure. Yeah. So I, you know, I followed the path of good little girl, went to college, met a guy, moved in together, bought a big old house together. You know, we were one, our families loved each other. I was going to, we're going to get married and have kids and everything's on track. But at the, you know, in the end, uh, you know, was hitting my like late twenties. I remember, I specifically remember my ex saying to me, you know, oh, you know, we just, we got this mortgage, we've got this big house, you know, we'll, you know, we'll be paying it off in about 30 years. And as soon as he said that, I thought to myself, oh, my God, I'm stuck in this for 30 <laughs> years. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm stu-. Like, I am a free bird and I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world. And that's what I said to him. I said, you know what? I have to tell you that the thought of being stuck in something for 30 years just makes me makes me feel very um, uncomfortable. It's so- interesting because you're a you are a blend. You know, there's house cats and mm-hmm, outdoor cats, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's not that you're just a wild roamer either. Because you settle, you settle, but it just has to feel like your choice. It has to feel like it's, it's on con- my terms. It's about control and freedom. It has to be and, on my terms. Authentic, right? yes. not forced on. Yeah, I felt like I felt like it was sort of an expectation that I put on myself. Really, it was just, really the expectation I put on myself. Right. And then I felt like, oh my god, I can't end this. This is like we're we're intertwined. Our families are intertwined. It's the natural next step. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I'm stuck mm-hmm. here. So I finally had a, had to have an honest conversation with him and tell him, you know what, I'm not, this isn't my life. I thought this was my life and I thought I'd be okay with this, but how, I'm not satisfied. How did you know? That sounds to me when I hear that, I hear right away, like the, I know who I am and this isn't her. Yes. Yeah. I was playing house basically. And I was doing the things that I thought I was, should, should have been doing as a woman, as a soon to be wife, as a, you know, and um, when I stopped to think about the reality of mm. what it would be like, like this is like, it feels like a life sentence for me. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if I want this. I don't know if this is for me. It's not what I actually I want. don't think this is what I really want right now. So you ended that. I ended it. And what was the next 
phase like then for you? What were you focused? What was your priority when you got out of that? Mm -hmm. What was it about? My focus and my priority was to rebuild myself and to redefine myself great. as a We're woman. We're so about that. Yeah. Here. Uh, so so I want. I thought to myself, okay, clean slate. I get. I get a second chance. And I dedicated my entire twenties to education, to work, career, to you know the, the man I was yeah. was, was yeah. going to marry and all that. And I thought, okay, uh, this is my chance to really find myself to redefine yeah. success mm -hmm. in a way, right? And find myself and redefine success, redefine what success means uh, to me in terms of what does it look like now for me to move forward in my career mm. with uh, with men in relationships, dating meeting new people. Like it was a whole new world that was opened up to me and I was scared. It was the wild so west. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know what it was? It was my, like, if, for those of you who remember sex in the city, it was my sex in the city yes. uh, yeah. phase yeah. where I was like, okay, I get to just decide who, who yeah. I want to be. I get to decide what I want to do, who I want to hang out with. No what judgment, I, no, no judgment, no restrictions. Making up for lost yeah. time too. Made up for lost time because I was kind of, you know, I became like a homely housewife at like 25. You know I mean? right. And I didn't really live. Yeah, I really didn't still. live. I didn't live. I didn't feel like I lived my twenties. I didn't have, right. you know, didn't, you know. So that's that's that. <laughs> so then you get into this phase, right? And you know, you know better than I do, obviously, how how you describe it. That was kind of in sync with where I was, and, and it, you know, I'll tell kind of my version of, of all this stuff uh, at some point too, just my perspective. But I was in a point where I was making up for lost time in my 20s. Yes. So I was on a tear and just mm -hmm. on a run, mm -hmm. you know, going mm -hmm. out all the time, lots of dates, lots of different yep. people. And you were kind of ex exploring the freedom, exploring the space. I was. As they say. Yeah, I was exploring dance. the space. I felt like a fish out of water. <laughs> I felt like I didn't know. I was like, I was so nervous and so scared. And so uh, even though I was very, I'm a very confident woman in that area, I wasn't because I didn't know what it was like to be a single woman, mm -hmm. especially at 28. I think it, I was like 28 when I hit the single scene. It's almost like mini post-divorce because yeah, it was a mini post divorce. A house, That's exactly right. In, you Absolutely. were planning, like it was on train trash. Sure. There was yeah. no deviation. You knew what the, the rest of your life was supposed to be. Uh -huh. And then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. And then I moved back to, I was living in the suburbs, moved back to the city with a girlfriend in a little apartment. And even though I felt like I had I've less, these stories. even the though fun, I felt the fun times, the fun times, even though I felt like I had less, I felt like I was going backwards. Adelaide. Was it Adelaide? No, it was, was first. It yeah, it was in Adelaide. It was Adelaide first. Uh, sorry. It was, it was on, in Toronto. It was in Toronto and it was in, I actually moved in with Pam. I don't know if you remember Pam. Pam wasn't the. She's the guy. She the yeah. She loved to go. She we took, went to, flew off to the Bahamas oh, for yeah. weekends and it was, she was really fetting. fun. Time to go fetting. She taught me how to dance, how to wine and how to, you know, so good <laughs> go to carnivals. And, had yeah. and then I moved into my Adelaide house, which was my sex in the city house with my five girls. And we just went wild for, <laughs> <laughs> for a few years. Okay. So what, yeah. what ends that phase then? Like the you, wild face? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, so many people stay in that single kind of thing, eventually even get into kind of that cougar tap yep, category, yep, right? Yeah. So what was it that was like wrapped you up? In well, when I do up? something, yeah, I do it 100%. Right. So when I went into the dating world, I thought, okay, if I'm going to do the dating world, I'm going to do the dating world. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, you know, date a bunch of people, figure out what I like about men, what I don't like about men, what I like about myself. And who I am now is a new, this new redefined woman in relationships. Mm. How do I show up differently than mm. I did before? So focus on you, not on the guy. Focused on me. And every single guy that I dated knew that I was not 
in any way, shape, or form ready to settle down again. So just pause, pause for a yeah. sec. Is do you hear that, listeners? Just want to make sure. Like it's almost like you want to put a highlighter right. on the important stuff. Like shifting that focus to you just owning where you were at. Yep. Having your own back fully. Just yep. like this is me. This is what I'm about. Mm-hmm. No shame in my game or yep. like this is how I'm going to do yep. things. Yeah. And and the focus being on your growth. Yeah. But yeah, you had these, you did it in the, the sandbox mm-hmm. of men and dating. And yeah, dating. I didn't know. I was sort of, I was experimenting. I was testing the waters and I wasn't afraid to, even though I was, I felt like a fish out of water. I thought there, there's no way I'm going to learn this until I immerse myself in it. Mm-hmm. And I, and along the way, I have to also be very conscious of how I'm showing up as this new woman mm-hmm. in the relationships, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I knew I didn't, I knew, I knew enough I was conscious enough. I wasn't that conscious at that age, but I was conscious enough to say whatever I did before wasn't working. So I'm not going to bring in the old, the person, the the woman that I was before into this right. new phase of my life. Share with share with people some of the things because it could be helpful to them. I mean, we're one avenue and vehicle. Mm-hmm. Where we're going to help people gain that kind of awareness. Yeah. But at that time in your life, where did you get some of the awareness and conscious? Like I had some consciousness. Yeah. How? What What were you reading, watching, doing? Okay. One <laughs> top top you know, um, resource was every day at three o'clock, I had an, uh, my therapy appointment with Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) (laughs) She was my therapist. She was my free therapy every day, three o'clock. Uh, I was, you know, glued to that TV and Mm. I was able to, you know, luckily I was able to learn from all these experts and all. She had a lot of people, a lot of therapists, a lot of coaches, a lot of people that, um, immersion. Yeah. It was, it was immersion to that Dr. Phil, Tony Robbins. I all, I discovered all of them. I want to get Tony on the podcast. We'll we'll get there. We'll get him. We'll get him. We're going to, we're starting to look at at experts, guests, people we can get. Yeah. So So they, they tremendously transformed my life. Now they started transforming my life. Mm. I was just scratching the surface at that point. Mm. And I'd known, I knew well enough right. to say, okay, I, I'm responsible for my own outcomes. Right. The, the men aren't. So wow. that's why, yeah. That is profound. Let mm-hmm. that sink in a sec. Yeah. Right. And I mean, this is true for guys too, mm-hmm. right? Just, we have to take ownership yeah. for, for, otherwise we are powerless. You know, we're powerless when, we're like, if he would just be this way, yep. then I'd be happy. Or right. If a man wanted me, then I'd feel loved. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're a victim. We hate that word. Successful people hate that yes. word. So I'm using it to get y'all's attention. Right. Because you you know you're not a victim. Yeah. But then we can't blame. Yeah. If we're blaming or waiting on someone else, mm-hmm. how is that being empowered? Right. right. So to be successful in any other area, like in your career, things mm-hmm. like that, imagine if you've been doing assessments with people on their bodies mm-hmm. and you've been like, well, I just can't know what your body fat is. Nobody gave me the right. measurement thing. It's like, well, do something about right. it. Like take ownership. It's like, right. then I need to find a way. Right. So I love that you're, you're focused on that. Mm-hmm. So where, where do I come into the picture? Well, you came into the picture when I was in dating a few people at once and you were dating a few people at once and we, we met at a party. Yeah, you I, were was doing hosting, I was I was hosting a party. That's another thing too. Ladies, whoever's listening, if you're looking at, you know, you're like, where do I find men? I don't know where to find great men. And mm. I didn't find great men. And I was, I didn't pick the best place to go and find great men. But what I did was I thought, okay, I, even though, um, you know, this, the decision I'm about to make to become a host at, you know, for my friend who threw theme parties. So kind of like a club promoter in a way, but, but at least it was a little more, wasn't as 
crazy is that? Yeah. It was like, you all get on a bus. But I was you, a host. I wasn't like a participant. Right. So you do bus pub crawls. Right. So you go to two, three, four places in right. a night. It's right. fun, but at least it's one group. It's like right. 20, 30, 40 people. Right. You get to know. But right. I got to observe and You're a people. great host. Yeah. You're a good I, people person. I, I am. And I, and I loved meeting. I loved being around people. I didn't want to be home alone because that's, I lived alone in my right. apartment and I just didn't want to be there alone. So I thought, you know what? What better way? I, this opportunity presented itself, and I thought, great! I get to host. I get to help a friend out. Yes, he owns this You're great not company. Just the average party goer on it. I'm not the average party goer on a it. More, yeah, uh, elevated. So I got to role. meet. I immersed myself in situations where I was around a lot of people, but my mission and my goal was not to meet a guy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. What was it? It was to. It was to feel comfortable being single. Ooh, that's what it was. No, you and I just the other day were talking about there was a client that that's fixated on focusing on the guy all the mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. right? Right. So successful dating, right? It's who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. Who am I work? Who's this future self that's healthier than I've been? Mm -hmm. Being in my power, being successful around man, meeting my needs, having boundaries, so on and so forth. But do I show up as her on right. a date, or do I get anxious because? Will he like me? Like, oh, there it is. Giving my power away. Right. right? Like, will he? Will right, he? Will he? Right, right, right. So we right. talked about that. Yeah. It's like the focus isn't on giving him all the power and choice. Right. Just like going to a job interview when you know your worth. Mm -hmm. It's not, I hope they pick me. Right. Right. It's, it's, I know I'm great at what I do. Let's see if this is the right fit. If not, fine. Right. 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 So you start on this dating yep. thing. Yep. And, and so, I, so I met all these guys. I met all these girls, not just guys. It was girls too. I created all these great right. new friendships and all these great new connections. And, and through that, I met, obviously met some guys and, you know, we'd go on dates and I, you know, and I was very honest with them telling them, listen, this is where I'm at in my life. I'm not interested in being going out steady with any of you. I just right. want to. And, right. it, and it also means I'm not sleeping with all of you either. It just means that I'm just going to, I'm going <laughs> to make that point. Very I, well, clear. because like I was dating a lot of guys right. and every, all the guys, when they knew I was dating all these other guys, just assumed that I was, and I right. said, no, I'm going to be, I'm very picky and choosy about that. And I'm not going to give that away to just anybody. I said, but, um, you know, I'm going to have fun right now. And if you're on board to having fun mm. and exploring and just experiment, experimenting and just living life, I'm, you know, I'm the right, I'm the right Being person for in you the right moment, now. In your truth of what you, that's where you were at. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so you weren't going to let any man define you again. That's right. That's right. And you know, I had great friendships. I had great guys in my life. And then I met you mm. at one of these parties. Right. And you were a participant. Like you were like a, someone although who, I worked but you were also for, a competitor. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Right. So kind of the same way I'd, you'd gotten tired of, mm -hmm. Like, I don't just want to, what's the point? Just go to a bar, go to a bar. Yeah. Eh. So I'd gotten involved similarly with a friend who ran bus pub crawls also. Right. Different company, the, the competition, so to speak. And I was going and being a host. Mm -hmm. So weird. Yeah. Isn't it? How, it was like, weird. Because we're similar in some very ways. Very similar. There. But I wanted a night off, so to speak. Because I knew if I went on that, then it's like, there's more responsibility now. So I wanted more of a night just to relax. So I went to you guys. Mm -hmm. And typical of me, the way I went straight to Grant, the guy who ran it. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, I work with Mike, like mm -hmm. full disclosure. Right. I work with Mike. I'm not here to try to take your ideas. Right. I, I just want to have fun. And I love this format, mm -hmm. but I don't want to work. Mm -hmm. I just want to mm -hmm. attend. Right. 
And so he was cool with that. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's so that's uh, how we met. I mean, you saw me across. You saw me across a crowded room, later. and I was by myself. I was looking. We had hired. She stood a, out. We hired 100%. a. We hired a salsa teacher, and he was. She, the salsa teacher was teaching us all how to salsa dance, and I was yep. salsa dancing I by myself because I love dancing and yep. I loved learning all different types of dance. So I was dancing by myself, and then you approached me. Yeah, you had a presence. Right. You still have a presence. It, I mean, it's posture and presence. Mm-hmm. Right. Posture matters because that was part of you. You you were confident, you were strong, but you didn't look. You know, sometimes strength can mm-hmm. be a put on that some people will do yeah. to make up for not wanting to be bullied or victimized. Well, being in armored, life. armored. So it's more of a toughness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's an off putting, right. like keep out written right. across the forehead kind right. of thing, or don't mess with it. There's right. a hardness to yeah. it. You didn't have that. Right. And I'm going to retract for a second. On my way to this party where I met Barry. No joke. I was this. I was so close to asking the cab when there were cabs back then, not Uber. Uh, ask the cab to turn around and take me back home because I was just so sick and tired of getting. I was getting so sick and tired of that scene. You know, because I'd gone out so many times, met so many people. You know, and I just felt like, you know what? I'm just. I'm kind of tired of this. I'm. I'm really ready to just like either settle down with somebody or just be okay being alone like yeah, either way yeah. and, I true, just, and actually mean it i really not meant just it say i really it. meant it i didn't I and didn't not as a it. way of settling because that's settling too. yeah i'm not yeah, oh definitely you know didn't settle. every time i hear clients or women say like that it's just i need to take a break right from dating right that's not actually an empowered that's just i'm tired of being disappointed yes i'm tired of putting in effort and energy that right. feels wasted right after a long work day and right. then i did my hair and i went out and i right. could have sat home right but ladies, I want you to listen to what I'm saying here, because like you, when you're ready, just throw your hands up and say this, there are no good guys out there. I'm like so sick and tired of this. I, I didn't like getting hit on all the time. I was getting sick of all of that. Right. And um, but at the same time, I thought, you know what? I made a commitment to my friend. I'm going to go and do my job. And I'm you're just going gonna, for other. Reasons. I was going it wasn't for other just reasons to get a guy. Yes. But I was, you know, in the mid, I was right at the height of all the dating and I was just kind of getting sick of it. And I was ready to just throw my hat in, in the ring and just mm-hmm. put the towel in the ring and just go mm-hmm. back home. And, mm-hmm. and something inside me said, no, just, just follow through. You said you yeah. were going to do this. This is your responsibility. So we connect that night. So I almost didn't, I, we almost didn't meet that night for that right. reason. Yeah. And maybe sometime we'll get into the, the full story of all the details of that night. Mm-hmm. Cause there was, there's plenty oh, yeah. there. Yeah. There's layers. Right. Yeah. But at any rate, we connect that night and I'm interested in you. Mm-hmm. You're interested in me. Yeah. We're both very non-attached. Now yeah. I know it's called non-attachment. Yeah. And, Buddhism and I was same. working too, so I kept my distance. But at the time, yeah. I wasn't practicing Zen Buddhist non-attachment. Right. I was just focused on, like similarly to with the dating thing, mm-hmm. I would go out for a night, not with a hunting rifle on my shoulder. Like I got to bag me a girl. It was Barry's gonna have a great time tonight. So it's like I was in whatever that was. Right. But that meant that I wasn't goal driven or camped out. So right. when I met you, I didn't camp out on you trying to close the deal. I'm doing air quotes with my fingers, <laughs> right? Like some dudes yeah, would you do. Didn't. Yeah, and I got and I knew I that I got that just, feeling from yeah, you. Yeah. I was there to yeah. be there mm-hmm. and you were part of that. Mm-hmm. And so that night we connect, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And and this was, a, and I connected with you, but I remember but that. then how did that night end? Well, it ended by, you know, I was, I invited Barry to a private party afterwards where just the staff members of this. I knew you were interested. Yeah, well, I was interested because I brought, invited him to a, st- a private staff party afterwards After at, a, party, at yeah. another um, club. And uh, we, you know, got to know each other a little bit more, but we were very, again, I was working. He was doing her thing, yeah, doing I, my yeah, thing and, and then, intersecting sometimes, and then not, so, not needy or codependent. No. 
and not trying too hard, either of us, and no. not ignoring each other. No, we weren't ignoring each other. But there were no games. No, there were no games at that, at that point. Let, let's just put it this way: both of our cups were full. That's why. Hundred percent. Yeah, we were we and we filled that cup. No one else That's filled right. that cup for us. Nine environments. Yeah. before I even knew that concept. Yeah, right. Like my cup was full. So. Like I liked you, but I, I wasn't attached to any one outcome. I wasn't attached to, oh, I hope I see him again. Oh, I hope we can exchange numbers. And I didn't have that. I was just like, oh, he's a great guy. I, you know what? I'm so lucky that I got to meet such a great guy. And so we, we just kind of, we, it was very natural. But by the end of the night, I couldn't find you and I needed to leave. Saw you talking to some other girl. And I was like, oh, okay, I got, I'm going. <laughs> Screw I'm you. Out. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. Not in a bad, not no, in a no, mean no. way, but just kind of like, oh, whatever. He's just like. I guess it was just a fun, fun while it lasted tonight, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I Meanwhile, didn't expect I, little anything. did I know I had already met one of the guys you were dating that night. Right, I was dating someone at the end. It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, yeah. Why did you? So what ends up happening is the next day, uh, I call Grant, the guy who ran her streetcar mm -hmm. party yeah. things that she would go on, and um, I wanted your number. Yeah. Because Grant and I had hit it off too that night, but he wouldn't give it to me because labor laws right. and it was he's protecting you know, my he's like, i can't just be giving out mm -hmm. somebody's number mm -hmm. um but then he let me know that you'd call yeah. and asked for mine so right. why did you call me? um i think i called because like the first thought that came to my mind was because you were a breath of fresh air for the first time i in a long time i, I met someone that was truly just genuine and and there with me in the moment when we were having mm -hmm. a conversation mm -hmm. he was there with me right. he wasn't you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about, ladies. Guys are talking to you, but their eyes are all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. They're not really listening. Yeah. He's the first first guy, he was the first guy in a long time that was actually listening and cared what was between my ears. And I was like, oh, oh. I was like, this is a different feeling. And <laughs> he's actually a guy who actually cares about what I think and, and has something you know, to say back. And has something to say back. <laughs> and you you were also non-attached, and I could see that. You weren't putting on any airs, you weren't trying to impress me, you weren't, you were just being yourself. Yeah. And again, that's hard to find, mm. was hard to find at the time. And I thought, hmm, I said, that's interesting. I said, he's just kind of himself. So the fact that you weren't so latchy and needy yeah. was the reason I called. Right. That's yeah. plain and simple. So then begins, and I think we're going to, we'll wrap yeah. up here in a sec. This is a bit of a longer episode because a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, so you can actually really get to know and understand Anna and also our journey. I think we're going to break this up probably into different episodes probably so yeah. next time we can get more into like how the relationship developed yes our, i mean mm -hmm. right we're talking yep. about the beginning yeah but that's kind of the journey that a lot of listeners are on yeah. is that like where am i how do i find myself who do i want to be in this dating journey part for right. those who are single we'll get into the relationship aspect mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe you know we'll see what the scheduling is of the next time one of the wonderful things with that is like Anna is is like a cat. You, you're not going to herd her or make her be where she wants. She, she's going to show up where she wants to be when she wants to be right, there. Right. So I know we'll be continuing this. When is going to be? Yeah. <laughs> and more yeah. My, my last kind of takeaway, hopefully, for all, all the women listening is just when you think that it's time to give up is, is the exact moment you need to right, hang in. Right. And, but, and look, the yeah. story is far from over mm -hmm. here because mm -hmm. then began the three months dance oh yeah it didn't of, end there you know so she she wanted my number and she wanted a date but then it took me three months to oh, actually yeah. get the date yeah, we'll get into that we'll get into that next yeah, time so there's a nice teaser so you show up <laughs> like, like why why would somebody want your number tell you they want to date you yeah we even talked on the phone right and that went pretty well uh -huh. you know uh -huh. to, say, to whole, say the yeah, least yeah and then uh and then three months 
to, to get you to actually right. go on the date. Right. And then and then the dating was an interesting ride too. Right. So we'll get into that. But you know, this is Anna. I it's weird to me to call you Anna because you're Ubs. <laughs> we, we have pet names for each and other. And I'm Ubs. We both have the same pet name. I don't know if that's weird. <laughs> and our pet names have evolved so much they have. over the years. They have. There's been Owns. Owns, Ownzer. Ownzer. Yeah. Zaire. Yeah. Owns Zaire. Sometimes he calls me Joints and Bones. Bones, Joints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. I we're call very, you herbs. We're playful. Yeah, like, we we're kid-like. A little bit weird. You, yeah. you ever just, you, you you say a word, it's not even a real word, yeah. but you just like how it sounds. Saying yeah. It. It's like, yeah. You're making, we're, we both like, like that. like the, the phonetics of so words. Sometimes we'll do that and then it'll just stick, mm-hmm. some of it, mm-hmm. right? And then we'll just keep calling each other. Yeah. Anyway, I well, hope you know. Well, this was fun. I hope you know how much I love you. Aw. Love you too. It's been an amazing journey. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And it's, not, it's far from over. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> the beginning of it was atypical. Yeah. Like you, like me, the relationship has been out of the norm. Very out right? of the norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I'd say we both have in common then and now, both of us hold a very high value on I want to be who I really am. Yeah. I want to be authentic. Mm hmm. I want to keep growing mm-hmm. and I want a partner in a partnership that lets me do that. Yes. But we wouldn't have attracted that if we weren't that. Right. We didn't put ourselves first to say, right. I'm going to make sure that even if it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. I'm going to look at myself. Yeah. I'm going to grow. Yeah. I'm going to, how can I get better? Yeah. Well, what do I need to work on? And yeah, relationships are the biggest and, personal yeah. development. And have uh, a partner who's willing yeah. to do that too. I mean, we're pers- mirrors. Personal to each development other. and spiritual and emotional development um, process. And it's a process. It's a journey. And you make progress and then you regress and then you make more progress and you regress. We'll be getting into all of that, I'm sure. <laughs> it's not a smooth ride, but it's it's definitely worth it. And it's not about, look, so even in this part of the journey, it's like, it's not just get the guy. Got him. Right. Right. It's not like, whatever, buying some object for your house. Now you have it and it's done. This is a journey of self. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening, just know that you have the power and control to be who you choose to become. That's what we're going to be doing through all of these episodes. So, you know, thank you. I feel honored that you're letting us be part of that. Mm -hmm. This is about having success in this area of life, feeling like a success and not settling anymore for who you have been, for who you have been around men, dating and relationships. The rest will sort itself out. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you want to say? No, just just stay empowered. Stay empowered, and the way to stay empowered is to do to to make powerful choices. And power you keep your power by really honoring who you are. And if that means you, if you don't know who you are, your job number one job is to discover who you are. Mm. Just like I did way back when. And as I discovered, and as I explored, and as I progressed and evolved, that's when I started really showing up as a partner, as a woman. Even, and it spilled over into my career, you know, into all my relationships. None of the other women I was meeting were as s- strong, powerful, certain, and clear mm-hmm. in their identity yeah. as you were. Like, yeah. All right, there, successful listeners. I'm just going to wrap that up there for now. And Anna and I will be back in a future episode to continue sharing about her journey into success with dating. And relationships. Thank you for joining us. You know, I, I hope we provided some insights. You're able to get to know Anna a little bit better. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for joining us. 
Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.